Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, y'all, we're rerunning two episodes today, which means that you'll hear two hosts, me and Tracy V. Wilson. Enjoy the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's October 23rd. The War of Jenkins' Ear started on this day in 1739. This was a conflict between Britain and Spain, and in Spain, it's known as Guerra del Asiento. It's called the War of Jenkins' Ear because of something that happened more than eight years before the war actually started. On April 9th, 1731, British Captain Robert Jenkins of the Rebecca was in the Caribbean. And the Spanish Coast Guard, led by Captain Juan de Leon Fandino, stopped and boarded the Rebecca. According to Jenkins, the Spanish pillaged the ship, they set everybody aboard adrift, and they cut off his ear, which he saved and pickled. Jenkins was summoned before the House of Commons to testify about what had happened. He made that appearance in 1738, and he told them about all of it and showed them this thing in a jar that he said was his amputated ear. The House of Commons asked him what he had done when the Spanish force was attacking his force and when they cut off his ear, and he said, quote, I commanded my soul to God and my cause to my country. So this whole alleged 1731 incident, I mean, it's, There's some disagreement about whether the ear-cutting off really did happen. 
It was part of a long history of conflict between Britain and Spain. A lot of it was stemming back from the War of Spanish Succession a couple of decades earlier. It was also connected to Britain and Spain, each jockeying for colonial territory in the Americas. And it was a part of a very long history of various European nations harassing and plundering one another's ships at sea. So specifically in England, this plundering of the Elizabeth and the purported hacking off of Jenkins' ear was seen as the last straw in this ongoing conflict between the nations. It also became fodder for British Prime Minister Sir Robert Walpole's opponents in Parliament. They used this ongoing harassment of British ships and the cutting off of Jenkins' ear as evidence that he was a weak and ineffectual prime minister. There were even political cartoons of him fainting at the sight of the ear in a jar. After this House of Commons committee meeting in 1738, the actual fighting started in 1739. This series of battles mostly took place in the Caribbean. None of it really led to either side having any kind of meaningful gains or developing any sort of strategic advantage, though. But France took Spain's side in all of this. And then after the death of Holy Roman Emperor Charles VI of the House of Habsburg in 1740, Spain, France, and Britain all became involved in the War of Austrian Succession. Spain was trying to gain access to some of the Habsburg lands. France was looking for more political power in Europe and supporting the efforts of Spain and other nations in their claims to these Habsburg lands. Britain wanted to stop France from doing any of that. So the War of Jenkins' Ear eventually bled into the War of Austrian Succession. And then on the continent in the Americas, not just in the Caribbean, there was also fighting going on on land. And there, the War of Jenkins' Ear morphed into King George's War, which is also considered to be part of the overall War of Austrian Succession. You can hear this story in the July 23rd, 2018 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class, which is called Why Did England and Spain Fight Over an Ear? Although that's from the incredibly early days of Stuff You Missed in History Class, so the episode is about as long as this one. Thanks to Tari Harrison for her audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a national strike. There are some stories in Jewish history that are so bizarre, so fascinating, so completely wild that they feel like they're straight out of a movie, but they're all true stories. Join hosts Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab on Jewish History Nerds for a new season of intrigue, mystic realms, and bloody battles. In season three of these podcasts, you'll meet an ancient Arabian king who converted to Judaism in a struggle for power, a mysterious author who created amulets and performed Kabbalistic exorcisms, and a can't-miss story of a female Hasidic Rebbe whose story unfolds like a real-life yentl to challenge societal norms. Jewish history nerds will keep you on the edge of your seat as you learn all about some of the craziest and most amazing yet largely unknown stories that fill Jewish history books. Find out what happened, how it happened, and why each story still matters today. Don't miss Jewish History Nerds Season 3, hosted by Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab. Find Jewish History Nerds wherever you listen to podcasts. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? 
backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Hello, hello again. I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History class, where we examine the past from the present. The day was October 23rd, 1911. Italian Captain Carlo Maria Piazza went on the first aerial reconnaissance mission in history during the Italo-Turkish War, marking the first time an airplane was used in war. Aircraft were put to military use as early as the late 18th century. Armies used reconnaissance balloons to gather information about enemy maneuvers. The French Aerostatic Corps, founded in 1794 and disbanded five years later, used balloons for reconnaissance. Reconnaissance balloons were also used during the American Civil War and in other conflicts around the world. After photography was invented, aerial photography was put to military use. Reconnaissance with aircraft continued into the 19th and 20th centuries with navigable airships and airplanes. The Wright brothers, known for flying the first successful airplane, recognized that the plane would be useful in war. They got the first contract for a military airplane from the U.S. government, and the Army purchased the 1909 Wright Military Flyer for $30,000, which is $846,000 in 2019. Airships were the military aircraft of note, since they could carry weapons, while airplanes were used for reconnaissance rather than combat at the time. And even though the U.S. Army was the first operator of a fixed-wing reconnaissance aircraft, the Italians were the first to use an airplane in combat. Wilbur Wright went on tour in Europe and made public flights of the Wright airplane. He did demonstrations in Italy and trained officers to fly there. A military flying school was set up in Centocelle outside Rome in 1910. From there, Italian aviation took off, 
and many people qualify to become military pilots. The Italo-Turkish War was a conflict between the Kingdom of Italy and the Ottoman Empire from 1911 to 1912. When the war began, Italy mobilized its Italian aviation battalion and aircraft under the command of Captain Carlo Piazza. Italy sent its aircraft inventory to Tripoli in Libya, which was then part of the Ottoman Empire. That inventory consisted of two Blario 11s, three Newport monoplanes, two Farman biplanes, and two Etrick Tauba monoplanes. The battalion was tasked with flying over enemy territory to gather intelligence. Piazza conducted a one-hour reconnaissance flight over Turkish positions near Tripoli in a Blario 11 monoplane with a 25-horsepower, three-cylinder engine. On November 1st, the first aerial bombing raid took place when 2nd Lieutenant Giulio Gavatti dropped grenades on Turkish troops in Libya from his Etric Tauba. The first reconnaissance photographs of enemy positions were taken in 1912. At this time, other European countries were also developing military aviation and training pilots. Reconnaissance, bomber, and carrier-based aircraft were being improved. The French and British militaries were experimenting with aerial bombing, and countries were beginning to organize small air forces. World War I saw the use of heavier-than-air craft for reconnaissance and artillery spotting and improved design and increased power in specialized aircraft proved useful in war. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can keep up with us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Podcast. And if you would like to write me a letter, you can scan it, turn it into a PDF, and send it to us via email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you here again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 